You sound like you're talking about a specific experience. I'm talking about multiple experiences. I felt that urge. I know what people are talking about. It's not weird. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. Today we have a great episode because guess what's coming out? Burn Horizon. Year Burn 4 Season Horizon. One. Did you see that thing on Twitter, actually, like on the subreddit where they teased it on Twitter, like back in December, and no. nobody was the wiser? No. So back in December, they said like, um, year four season pass is now open, or is on the horizon, don't get burnt. And they felt like a little fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how anyone so was like, supposed to catch that. Yeah, nobody was. Yeah. It was just like a silly thing they put in because they knew it. Nobody else did. That's funny. That's like, um, did you know that Bungie teased Destiny in Halo 3 ODST? Really? Yeah. So there's posters like all over the ODST world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they had a an image of the Traveler and it said, Destiny awaits. So the traveler sort of just looks like a planet, like maybe like a moon or whatever, mm-hmm. and so it's, it fits in Halo, and it's yeah. like destiny waits. So you're, like it kind of looked like some poster, like oh, you know, like come off of Earth and go to this yeah. di- this distant place or whatever. But like, yeah, that, that was let's see, ODST was in two thousand eight, and Destiny was like twenty thirteen. <laughs> so- it's ridiculous it's crazy isn't it you think they were actually developing the game at that point or it was just like an idea that they had they were starting to go forward with um i would say it was in pre-production probably it's not where they knew they were going to do it but yeah i mean they still have to do halo reach <laughs> True. yeah Halo reach is still two years out <laughs> yeah so that's crazy um anyway so yeah we've got uh patch notes final patch notes for burnt horizon there are some changes from the test server stuff to what's actually coming to us live which is going to be on wednesday so that'll be the day that this comes out probably the day you're listening to this Mm -hmm. if you're if you're a good little boy if you're a bad boy and you'd listen to this after day one well what's wrong with you yeah thursday and friday listeners like okay like Like, you're almost there but you may as well be a wednesday listener i mean unless you're like finishing it on thursday or friday that i can get if you started on wednesday (laughs) Even the two-hour one should have been done on Wednesday. Yeah, guys, I did come it. Come on, come on. Uh, yeah, we recorded it and edited it and listened to it all Twice. by Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Um, besides that, we're going to do something we're calling "Stuff Seed Should Know." Stay tuned for that. Ooh. Uh, I don't even then, know what that's about. Yes, you do. Yeah, I you do. Little liar, you came up with the name. <laughs> and, then, and then we're gonna do uh, listener questions, like always. We got some good questions this week. Shall we get started? Let's get started. Let's hop right into it. Okay, you're like for season one. Someone would say I was trying to think of an operator that would hop right into something. Probably Mozzie. Mozzie? Yeah, he seems like a hopper. I mean, he's small, right? He has to hop to reach things. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay, so these patch notes. Um, first of all, just to review what like what they were before these this is the patch that obviously includes mozzie and um gridlock as well as the new map outback um the major changes there were with dokabi um with her uh her thing not not ringing it indefinitely mm-hmm. mutes buffs to countering dokabi uh yeah. capital's buff or rework mm-hmm. uh who else is in here i'm at a loss i think those the those are the main those are the main ones. 
Yeah, I'm I'm trying to pull up the patch notes here. There were also uh the fixes to the shield rotation. Um which have mostly been reverted at this point. Yeah, and we'll get into all of that. Uh Legion also Legion got his nerf from the right. eight damage to the four damage per tick. Uh let's see. We're probably missing some stuff still, but that's that's what this patch is that's coming. It's been in the TTS for a few weeks now. Um but there are some things that are changing. So like we said, this comes out on Wednesday. So um, mm-hmm. the day this episode comes out, it should be out. Um, but okay, here is what we have. So they fixed the lean spam camera placement. So they have this little image here to sh- kind of show what they're talking about. But basically when you're at a full lean, like your perspective or like your first person camera is sort of like right on the side of your head, like on your temple um, of the direction you're leaning. And so that means that you can see a lot more than what part of your body is exposed, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have full vision where they're only seeing like the very slightest edge of your head. Yeah. And so on the screenshot, they show like this little yellow marker that indicates your point of view like on the side of thermite's head and then on the new version it's basically centered right on his nose so now like when you lean basically you won't see as far your camera's moved in closer to the center of your head yeah it's really good because it was and this isn't just a lean spam change this is just a change of leaning in general right overall holding an angle and being invisible yeah that's all the time like people like start peeking angles and they would just they would see you before you really saw them because their camera is already on that side of their head Right. And so, like, and so, it really those... so hopefully that will make a change to some of that and it'll probably change Ash a little bit because you get caught a lot with Ash's small hitbox and then leaning yep. like that. Yeah, her tiny it's head. Like you don't even see her and then you're dead. So maybe this will change that too. Yeah, for sure. Those those pixel angle holds are going to be nerfed a little bit by this because um, you'll just be exposing more of your body. Yep. Um. Okay, so they they sort of reworked some animations. This isn't really a big deal, but basically the new running animation looked a little bit funny after they made some sort of back-end adjustments to stuff, and they fixed that. Um, they increased the minimum level for ranked from 20 to 30. Good? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think that's good. For sure. It's better to not have level 20s running around in ranked and not knowing what they're doing at all. Right, like, yeah, you can't have too much time to, to like, learn the game, yeah. right? Especially at this point where there's so many different operators. Like, by mm-hmm. level 20, I would guess most people haven't even exposed themselves to all the operators. Certainly not, and definitely don't have a good enough concept of the maps to be right. being playing really competitive. Which is fine, because, like, you, you never will, right? Like, you could be right. level 50 and you still wouldn't. Oh, but, true, 100%. Um, but it's great to have them just have a little bit more exposure um mm-hmm. to do that i mean level 20 this was when everybody was new to the game when they first started yeah. that, right and now it's like there's people who've been playing this for four years at this point so yep three three years going into four years it's a long time um it, it, it is like a lot of people too are mentioning that it's just impossible to learn maps especially for levels yep. going yep. into ranked play and it's like it's a whole different thing when you're playing against people that really know the map and are playing the iq plays Sure. Versus just playing like gunfights. Right. It changes Siege completely. Yeah. And that's what's great about Siege. We talked yeah. about this a hundred times. There's been a reduction in HP that you get after being revived from DBNO. So it used to be 50 and now it's down to 20. Yeah. The big change. That's insane. That was like just a surprise thing. Like 
the first that was already on the first version of the yeah, test server. It was and, like out of nowhere. Yeah, we logged on and it's just and like, like, wait, like, what? Whoa, <laughs> this is weird. Okay. Um, did, had, did we see or test Doc? If Doc still does seventy five, he still does. Yeah. Okay. He's the same. I, we hadn't checked. Oh, actually, wait. What do we test? There's something else we were gonna test. Doc. Well, no, we did Doc B before. Capital, but we already mentioned that. Did we? I yeah, thought we, we tested something else. Oh, maybe we didn't mention Capital actually. I don't think we did. We didn't mention. We did test Capital. <clears throat> yeah. So Capital, we were talking last week about whether you would take how much damage you would take running through the um, the cloud, right? And so mm-hmm. we did it just as a three speed. We didn't test whether it's any different with uh, one and two speeds, which it probably is. I bet one speeds actually probably yeah. take more damage, but um, with the previous one where he would do nineteen damage per tick. Uh, you would only take two ticks running through, kind of through the center of the cloud. So you'd take 38 damage. And then with the new one, with the wider cloud and the 12 damage per tick, you would run through and take uh, three ticks. So it ends up being 36 damage. So basically equal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. it seemed, It's just as easy for somebody to run through the new version as the old version, it seems like. Yeah, it's still... I mean, just the, it helps because it's like bigger. And so people don't, you can't really get around it as easily. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I feel like it had like a weird AOE, like wall. Like you couldn't really tell where the wall was yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like you thought you were outside of it, but you still got hit by it. You're like, oh crap. And then yeah. you would get in that like stuck, like oh, go forward, go back. And you like take more damage as you're trying to decide what you want to do. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, it, speaking of which it's gone anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's just move on to that. Um, there's a nut, some other note about hollow site color, but who cares? A lot uh, of people actually. I know it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Capital is being reverted back to his live version, so there will be no changes to Capital when this deploys. Um, and what they said was, we're reverting Capital back to his Windbastion version while we take a look at and evaluate the data and feedback we've gathered. So it sounds like basically they made this change. They're not comfortable that it's the right thing necessarily from what they've seen. And so they're sort of going to take some time to analyze the data, maybe make some tweaks. And and then we'll probably, I would guess we'll see him uh, mid-season reinforcements if there's going to be a change. Or next TTS. Um, Apparently a lot of people were saying he was really OP in the TTS subreddit, but I just, I didn't see that anywhere. Like I'm on it pretty frequently. I didn't see any posts about it or anything, but every time I like, comment on something like where like did people constantly say he's op and everybody would be like yeah everyone always says he's op it's like where yeah yeah I mean, it's, maybe i'm just blind and haven't seen it it's maybe possible it's people on twitter have. or something that could totally be too but i just had never seen anyone complaining about him being op i playing against him i didn't feel like he was op but apparently he was there yeah. are i guess there were some crazy things you could do when you got to like learn more how to use him where you could like shoot stuff at the ceiling at funny angles and it would just fall straight down on people oh sure so, like, that's different for sure, but, I mean, it just depends if that's how they want to use them. No. Yeah. No, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. Like, if you're down, for example, on Cafe, if they're up in the, the top floor objective and you're down in, like, that lobby area and you could just, like, mm-hmm. just shoot bolts up there where you know they're going to be camping. Yep. That's pretty killer. Um, Interesting. Very interesting. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with him because I do think he definitely needs something, obviously. Um, honestly, I wish they would do more to his weapons. Like the the new ACOG was great on his LMG. Yeah. New ACOG is really good. Um, his weapons do need some. They need some tuning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is we're in mid season reinforcement. We're gonna get a lot or next 
patch we're going to be seeing glass probably because it's this is all your first half of year four right was right. the glass rework the um what was the other one lion and then yeah. capital and maybe castle I don't know why I'm saying castle, but no, I just they, feel like they maybe. Haven't said anything about they haven't, but I just feel like maybe. <laughs> that would be I'm, the best surprise ever. I'm feeling castle coming in. It's time for a castle and Tachanka work. Yes, absolutely. But but I'm I'm very encouraged to see them touching these ones that maybe are like a little bit of more low hanging fruit. And it's yeah. like as opposed to they haven't really done anything with anybody for six months, I feel right. like. So it's like this is this is good that we're seriously reworking some of these people that could use some, right? Yeah, that's good. Next is Dokubi. Uh So they changed the auto hang-up timer from 18 seconds down to 12 seconds. So even more, you're able to just ignore it and just send, as they said, uh, mom will go to voicemail faster now. I like this a lot because I think it actually helps Dokubi in a way. Because before, people would have to answer, right? And it would go off forever. Yeah. But a lot of times, people would just answer it right away where you weren't really in the spot for them. And now I think a lot more people will let it go for the full 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so you still have, you actually have 12 seconds of time where you can catch them before they answer the phone. Yeah. So it still gives that intel like, okay, there is someone in this room. Whereas like someone could have answered it in piano room when you rang it on the yellow stairs. By the time you get to piano room, he's already hung up the phone. You don't know he's there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this way with the 12 seconds, you go to, you go to piano room and you still know that he's there. <laughs> I just dropped a glass of water and then caught the glass before it actually fell. Sort of. <laughs> the water well, that's on the water, but I caught the glass. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. I got some of the water over here. Looks like you sprung a leak. Let's patch you up. Okay, water situation is more or less handled. Um, can we talk about how it's being handled? Because I think it's kind of cool. No, it's <laughs> not that cool. <laughs> so apart from that stuff. Uh, they also fixed the incorrect kill feed death icon, so they accidentally got the. Pro communist China yeah, censorship, uh, no skull icon in there, and so that was reverted, which was pretty funny. Did you see any salt over that? Were no, people... it actually people didn't even like nothing. Really? Yeah, I'm really surprised. I thought for sure I tried to I tried to karma farm on that a little bit, and like I made a post and I was like, wow, it looks like these changes are actually coming in the game, and posted on the sub and nothing. I got a few comments that were just like, yeah, they're removing it. It was an accident. I was like. Okay, so now we have, like, clear minds, yeah. like, yo, this is not a big deal. <laughs> now we're reasonable. But before, we were, like, upvote anything that talks about take Tom Clancy's name out of the game. Yeah. Still, the number one post on the sub. So funny. Oh, uh, the other thing they fixed was the desync thing, which we referenced earlier. Um, so, basically, the there's the whole thing with the shields where, like, when you turn, it doesn't turn. It turns, like, just your top of the body and not the legs or something. So, it makes your your shield not be blocking you like you think it is they fixed that but then the, it causes problem where like any tiny movement you made like standing still but just like rotating a tiny bit or looking up and down would like shuffle your feet mm-hmm. as any operator and so like basically when you're sitting still holding an angle and you like barely adjust your movement you're making all these like act like you're walking footsteps yeah. um so that's obviously a problem so for now there will be no shield fix uh, it's reverted back to regular, and they're working on marrying those two fixes to to work for everybody. Yeah, they were saying a lot of people were talking about like, why don't you just make that fix just for shields? I don't think it works like that. Though. Like, I'm sure the player movement is something that's base for all operators, so there's no way to like simply make like this operator moves this way. You know, right? It'd be like, much sounds more- are different, but I'm sure 
it'd be way more complicated than it's worth yeah, to try to try to thing. do that. I think so. Yeah, that makes total sense. Like, good, good on them for for making the right decision there. On yeah, you know, like okay, we'll just delay the fix and we'll get it in when we can. Um, other than that, I don't think there's really any big fixes that the voice chat bug is still not fixed yet. Yeah, they didn't even mention it. However, we know that they know about it now. Like that's true. One hundred percent aware that they are now aware. Right. Thank you, Unrenowned Podcast, because they did not know. No, they like didn't. two weeks ago, they I messaged them on. We've talked about this, but they messaged and said there is no known bug with this issue. Yeah, and, and they tried to troubleshoot Windows. To be clear, oh, okay. I don't think you were saying thank you to you and me. You were saying thank you to listeners, right? Or are you saying thank you to us? Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, patting yourself was, on the it back. It was because of me that it started, <laughs> but then, but then, hold on, let me let me continue this. But then, thank you to the listeners for contributing. <laughs> hey, oh, but also thank the listeners. <laughs> Well, it was because of me that it started, but then the people that contributed and made it an official bug on the R6 fix thing, yes. and so now it's a real thing. We did need the additional reports. Also, we were able to get some screenshots of like the mic icons missing, so now we have some actual like evidence of, of what's going on, so that's good. Um, I think they did a really good job, and I think this has to do with those cells that they've created of like communicating the yep. things that change daily. Like yep. these patch notes and it's, it's pretty impressive yeah like i i 100 believe that their reorganization in these cells is what's causing this because now they have this team that's 100 dedicated to fixing issues mm-hmm. right so like as soon as these issues are coming for the test server it's not like oh crap well we were all working on the next map and like now we have to sort of like turn like dial down that project and spin up back to working on this other stuff it's like no this is yep. the team that just does that like yep. Super, super smart for and them. And the team that's working on Cafe right now is just working on Cafe yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's still going. Yep. All they're doing is working on Cafe. They hear about game-breaking bugs. like, oh, that sucks for you guys. We're working on Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> We're just doing fun new stuff. You guys suck. Okay, so let's uh, move on to Stuff Siege Should Know. Stuff Siege Should Know. So this spawned from sort of two things. Um, first, from this pretty cool Reddit post... Uh, which I will link, of course, in the show notes. But uh, was it mine? Uh, no, it was not your Reddit post. Huh? So this was this was actually posted on r slash gaming. It's the top fifteen Steam games by player count from January twenty fifteen to December twenty eighteen. So somebody took basically all of the player count numbers over that period of four years and put it into like a um, time lapse. Uh, like graphic video so like it's showing so basically it graphs the top 15 games and then it goes just day by day on like like really really fast and just shows these bars uh representing their populations moving up and down as as new games come out and games mm-hmm. rise and fall and it's like it's super interesting it's really cool to look at yeah so um what is cool about it for Siege is that Siege, like when it first comes out, it's not nowhere to be seen in the top mm-hmm. 15. And it's not until like the beginning of 2017 that it finally like appears. Yep. And then it just like very quickly like rises to the top and then it settles right around fourth place behind Dota 2, Counter Strike Go, and PUBG, which I mean, that's a pretty solid spot to be. It's, yeah, you can't, I mean, we don't, we don't expect Siege right now at all to get above dota 2 or counter-strike because both those games have been out for a long time dota 2 is free is no is I dota 2 free i think it's free i think dota 2 is free counter-strike's like 15 bucks yeah and it's been out for forever and if it follows the trend of counter-strike like right now counter-strike has 
over 400,000 players. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm sure when Counter-Strike first came out, I didn't have that many players. And it's climbed just progressively since it came out. Yeah. And Siege is following that trend. And this is this is only Steam users, too. Right. That's on what's cool Counter-Strike, about it. you can only play on Steam. There is no other option. And the right. same with Dota, too. Right. But I think a majority of Siege players are actually on Uplay. Yeah, I don't know what the like balance is there. It may be 50-50, it may be 60-40 in favor of Steam, whatever. But I think there's a significant portion that are on Uplay. And yeah. So I think you could pretty safely say, like, okay, 30% more at least um, yeah. are, are people are on Uplay. So that that's pretty cool that actually it, it's got a bump above where it even is. Now, that's not to say it's the fourth biggest game in the world because, of course, there's Fortnite that's not on Steam. Yeah. There's Apex, Apex Legends, Legends that's not on Steam. Uh, there's stuff that's like on Battle.net, you know, like, yeah, so you got Starcraft and yeah, Overwatch is probably somewhere in those top 15 or yeah. something, but, um, but it's cool to see it. Um, so between that and between the fact that we've just been playing other games a lot more recently when we've, we've always been regularly playing Rocket League, but then Apex Legends has caught our attention. Mm-hmm. We've gone back and revisited Halo Master Chief Collection a little mm-hmm. bit, which has been surprisingly okay. Um, I love Halo. Halo is so good, and they ruined it, but they're fixing it. So thank you. Um, but you think our podcast powers overreach to the Halo side of things? <laughs> Maybe is it possible? So if that's true, Blood Gold CTF. No, that was just four years of prayers finally, <laughs> finally being answered. Um, no, because uh, so what we thought we could do is just pull um, some some things from these other games that are very successful or do certain things very well, and just take what Siege should know from these other games and things that Siege could take and learn and do better. And that's not to say that Siege isn't great because obviously we love Siege. Siege great. And they're doing very well right now. Mm-hmm. Like we just after that year four reveal, like that looks great. Like I'm happy with the direction of the game. This is just, hey, as long as we're on the right track, here's some other great things we could put on the train. We may as well use the podcast powers while we have them. Yes, while they're hot. Um, I will say I tried to do this with the subreddit, but my post got removed because, oh uh, yeah, it broke the rules apparently. Yeah. After 700 something people upvoted it. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't siege related enough because it had another game. Yeah. Sad day. Yeah. That's okay. Cause that's what we had the podcast for. Podcast powers unite. Okay. So how should we do this? Go back and forth saying things. Yeah. Should we just like, should we start with a single game? Yeah, start with the game. Okay, so let's start with Apex Legends. Okay. Oh, I'm first with Apex Legends. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the big one from you. Okay. The ping system from Apex Legends is absolutely amazing. It's the coolest ping system in any video game where you can literally play almost without talking to your team at all. Mm Mm-hmm. That said, so we have, first of all, we've talked about this before, like two or three episodes ago. Mm. Um, also, that said, I very rarely actually use the advanced ping. Really? I use I use the double tap for uh, for signaling an enemy, right? And okay. and I'll use like pinging an item to show where it is, or like pinging something in my loadout to say that I'm looking for a scope or something. Yeah. But I very rarely will actually hold down ping and find the like the specific thing. Oh I'm yeah, I don't say. really do that super often either. Yeah, but I'm talking more like that. You hover over something and click it, and it's like a, I'm looking for this. Yeah, or that's like, cool. This is here, and then you can hover over and be like, "Oh, dibs!" Like I'll do that. Yeah, it's like hovering over a soft wall and being able to say reinforce this, and then someone 
ping it and saying, I got it. Right. Like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for Siege, like, I think there are very good applications there. Like, uh, and what's nice is like, so what the problem with, with the Apex one is that you have to sort of like go and read every single one to look for the one you're trying right. to do. Right. Yeah. And like, maybe if you use it enough, you'd memorize it and that'd be fine. Yeah. But like with Siege, what's great is you could easily have just like a breach charge as one selection mm-hmm. uh, and then like, uh, I don't know, some sort of like defend, like a shield or something for like a defend here type of thing. Yeah. And then and then you just have the anim- the operator icons for each operator that's on your team, right? So it's like, I need Thermite here, I need Thatcher here, I need Sledge here, right? And, and you can... Very simply, you wouldn't you wouldn't get specific directions of what you need, but you like when somebody pings a wall with thermite, that's pretty clear they want thermite to breach. Yeah, you could have like a reinforcement as one of them on defense. Mm-hmm. They can ping and just have a little reinforcement picture. Yep, yep. Um, it could be really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and then what I really, really like that I think they should do is the double tap for signaling an enemy here, right? So then it's one tap to move here and double tap for enemy here. Yeah. And it's not confusing as to what you're saying. Yeah. It could just be a different color. Like, it would just be red. It could be a red ping. Right. So it wouldn't, like, follow the enemy or anything. It would just be a red ping of where you pinged. Exactly. Be red. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah, the same as a spot, but but it's red. Um, I mean, but it stays where, where you pinged. Right. Um, I also think it would be cool too if like you looked at something like it would do something different. Like if you looked at a rook plates and like pinged it, it would like be like rook plates here or something instead of just like a ping. Yeah, it'd be um, harder to implement for sure. But doing yeah, things that, like that or pinging like I don't know what else I'm thinking of. But yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, maybe like enemy gadgets. Like if you see a yeah, claymore, you can ping a claymore or you something. Can ping. Um, or if yeah, if you see. And it wouldn't stay there forever. It would just be an X amount of time. But your sure. person would say Claymore here or ADS over here. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, what Black else? Black guy camera. I mean, but if you, if you can see those things, wouldn't you just shoot them for the most part? Yeah, I guess mirror window, though. You can. Yeah. Yeah, I guess something like that would be good. Um, but yeah, yeah like, that's a really good point. If you just saw them, you just shoot them. Sure. Well, I mean, there might be reasons why you wouldn't, but for the most part, you would. Yeah. Um. But no, like I think we could start with something really simple, just like double tap for enemies, you know, or, or whatever, and then just keep advancing from there. But I think that that's super nice, and it would mm-hmm. fit great in a siege. Um, another one I have from Apex Legends is the default character. Oh yes. So in Apex Legends, uh, you can choose which legend is like your default. Yes. And then when you go to start, if you don't choose one, it will just choose that one by default. So we've got now in Siege, which is really great that you don't get recruit anymore. Now you just get a random operator. Mm-hmm. It would just be nice to be able to say, hey, here's my top five. Yep. Like top five attackers, top five defenders. I can just edit that list whenever I want. And then when I'm not there, it just moves down that list until it finds one that's not selected already. And yep. boom. Yeah, I get to really play, great. you know, I get to play Thatcher instead of Ying, who I have like 30 minutes on. Yeah. Or instead of Fuse, that just sometimes is not a good place for Fuse. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's not going to matter anyway, because you wouldn't have known. But you can at least do some guessing, like, well, they already went here, so that was the good place for Fuse. I wasn't going to pick him, no matter what. Well, well, you wouldn't do it before each round. No, I know, I know, I know. But like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't have picked Fuse in general, because you would have already known. Like, because... You're not understanding what I'm <laughs> no, saying. No, I'm not confused. following this. So I'm saying, like, if the game picked Fuse, for, if Fuse was your number five pick, okay. Okay. and it picked Fuse for you, 
then you could say like, well, actually, I wouldn't have picked Fuse in that opportunity just because I already knew that they already went the subjective and already won it. And that was the good one to play Fuse on. Yeah. And so now we moved on. I actually wouldn't have picked Fuse. I was mm-hmm. thinking before, like, well, the game picked him, but I know that's not a good objective for him. You wouldn't have known what the next objective is. Right. Anyway, yeah, so that you can same. kind of infer. Yeah. So Sorry, that was confusing. Yeah. I mean, the way you would want to do it is you'd want to pick five that are pretty ubiquitous, right? And so yeah. like... You're not necessarily going to pick Mira in that top five or whatever. Right. So you'd want more like a... Like a Jaeger. Like a Jaeger, Rook. a Tachanka. Of course, Tachanka everywhere. Everybody um, should have Tachanka number Castle. one. Castle. Yes. Um, who else is not good for lots of objectives? Uh, IQ is not good for any objectives. IQ. <laughs> um, Vigil. Montaigne. Vigil's always a bad pick. Vigil. Some people really love Vigil. I think he's so boring to be he's, completely he's just on. so boring. Honest. Uncle Verge. Moving on. Anything else from Apex Legends? Yes, I have one more. Okay. A smooth, nice launch. It's a little too late for that, <laughs> but I actually think that Siege had a lot of players as soon as it launched and then lost a good chunk of those initial players. Yeah. And now it's surpassed that by a good amount, but sure. I think they lost a good chunk of players to the very rocky launch and a very rocky first little bit of the game honestly my opinion of that is that the rockiness of the siege launch was like way oversold like oh yeah way exaggerated like people talked about how bad it wasn't it's like okay the beta was bad i'll agree with that but like the actual launch i mean it wasn't great by any means you could find a game but yeah you could play the game just fine and like within a couple of weeks it was pretty much fine yeah um as opposed to you know games around that time like the master chief collection and battlefield 4 and sim city oh my gosh. and diablo 3 like i mean these games were like legendarily bad yeah and siege was like around that same time frame and it was it was fine and people were like freaking out so but you're that right. was that's right. my joking one you're right actually i do have one more from apex which i'm not actually sure i want this in siege the more i think about it but just like the cons- consistency of powers and abilities so in apex legends each uh character has one passive ability one tactical ability and one ultimate ability and that's it like mm-hmm. there's no there's never anybody who doesn't have a, a tactical yeah. or doesn't have a passive it's just like everybody gets sorry everybody gets these three and they're all like roughly um equal in terms of like how much it affects the situation mm-hmm. right and like in siege it's like you've got some operators like finca who it's like i don't even i can't even tell you all the things that finca can do as opposed to Rook, who literally just like drops armor for everybody, you know. And then there's yeah. like there's like the the Zofia that's like she can revive herself randomly, even though she already has a pretty good gadget, and also she doesn't take as much damage or as much stun from stun stuff. Yeah, from so, Ella, she's like a fraction of it <laughs> than most people. Um, you have like the Vigil and or the Cavera and um Jackal, mm-hmm. like thing going on right and so the reason i say i'm not sure is because like with this recent mute buff i actually really like that that now like mute counters doka be in this like interesting way mm-hmm. um so i don't know i guess i just feel like it's a little bit overblown sometimes or it's like okay why does this operator need to do so many things yeah. it's like you're just trying so hard to make it an exciting operator so people will buy it i feel like yeah i i, I really hope that mute in the future gets some sort of buff to against to counter jackal that would be great. Because there's times where it's like, okay, I'm I'm on a mute jammer, honestly. Like, I understand it's kind of different, but still, like, that should just not get me while yeah. I'm on a mute jammer. Yeah, Jackal's just so annoying. 
because it'll just last so long. It lasts for freaking ever. Yes, and then like as soon as it finishes, he tracks you again. Like every time, it's yeah. just like, oh my gosh, somebody stop I'm this. I'm done. Um, but no, I do, I do like that how it's just consistent, and that needs to be inside the game of Siege along with patch notes. It needs to be in there somewhere. Honestly, I don't know. I don't get why it's not, but yeah. Okay, do you have another game you want to bring up? Uh, we had Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, it's with Rocket League. Why am I always going first? I don't know. I'm going to take the big ones that you've already okay, written down. I'll do it. I actually posted this to Reddit several months ago and got like 2,000 upvotes or something on it. Mm-hmm. But basically, Rocket League... It should have been removed because mine was removed. Chris's was removed for basically the same thing, and it was yeah. very stupid. And also had tons of upvotes. So Rocket League has... A system where after you report a player and they are banned or, or suspended or whatever, it will go and report to you and say, hey, a player that you reported was received, uh, I don't know, a punishment for bad behavior. Thanks for making Rocket League better. And it's yep. like, it's so great to log in and see that and be like, yeah, I reported this guy two days ago that was just being a total jerk for no reason. And like, that's awesome to know that he got his due and that mm-hmm. he's not in the community right now because of that. Like that we're just teaching people to stop being dicks right yep. like that's awesome and so like put that in siege i don't understand why not yeah i don't know It'd especially be really okay, nice i think somebody pointed out the other day like they have this policy that like they won't tell you when they take actions against a player because that's their policy or whatever they publish yeah that's a really good point i just realized they put it out for the whole community to yes, see everybody knows it's when battle takes care of somebody yeah hold on i was i didn't even think about that but now i'm like what it's the stupidest thing. It's like, so I just can't know if I had something to do with it. But I can know, like, everybody who's playing at the time can know when Battle Eye. In fact, we, when Battle Eye first started, they were keeping, like, an unofficial list of all the people who had been banned. It was fantastic. It was pretty great. It was so funny. It was removed from the sub because it um, was witch hunting or whatever. But it was good. It had, like, a thousand names. It was more. It was, like, over 5,000 is what it got to. People would post the screenshots of the names they saw, and they put it in the Google Doc. It was so great. It was oh, really awesome. So, awesome. so you could like search for like a name that you played against. Yep. Or that you suspected. Yeah. But anyway, like it, they don't have to tell me the name. I wish they would. But like, first of all, get a better in-game reporting system. And secondly, yeah. uh, tell me when something happens so that I'm motivated to keep reporting. Because right now, like there's not really any evidence that anything actually happens. Mm-hmm. So no, no, there is a cell now dealing specifically with player toxicity. So maybe that. We will have some sort of change because there really should be something other than a report for toxic behavior, like report for what am I reporting him for? Like right. I should be able to report this guy for toxic text chat or annoying on the mic, like or team killing or yeah, team yeah. killing. Yeah. Yeah. There should be specifics and they should be able to go back and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's one from Rocket League. One that I really like from Rocket League that we've already mentioned before is just the, like the similarity between their casual and competitive playlist yeah 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 yeah. it's yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. there is zero difference in fact they started like giving you visible ranks for your casual uh oh really yeah your casual play which i don't, I don't even understand why there's different at this point yeah that's weird but it's really nice yeah like it's just the same thing no matter what you do but the casual just you don't care as much because it's casual right so you can have more of a leisure time it's the same exact way it should be with Siege. You shouldn't be able to care. You shouldn't have to care that much because it's casual, but at the same time, it should still be the game. Yeah. Yep. Which they've done a good job at fixing. But yeah, we're getting there. 330. We're getting there. Only 30 seconds left to go. Only 30 seconds left and only one more slight change to the voting. Yes. You just we're need to be able to vote. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, anything else for Rocket League? 
I don't think I have anything else for Rocket League. Okay. Actually. This one is it's surprising that we're even going to claim that this game has anything good to sell to Siege, but Halo Master Chief Collection. So you started playing it again recently. I've been off that game for the longest time. Let me just say, I, I actually... How did this happen? I played... I wanted to play Halo 1 randomly. I just wanted to play the Halo 1 campaign. So I uh-huh. like, tried to play CEA. Well, was it because you and I played together? Oh, maybe that was it. We had played together like three weeks ago. Yeah. Before the Super Bowl, we played. Yeah, yeah. And we're and just so like, hey, like, let's play Silent Cartographer. Yeah. <laughs> like I wanted to play thing. Soul in the Control Room. So I finally was like, I'm just going to play it. So I, up, I just did CEA. And I started playing on the CEA like disc that I had. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, maybe I put it in and it wouldn't it wouldn't work. That's what it was. This, oh, really? it, they don't it's not backwards compatible with the oh, CEA yeah, disc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, that's so stupid. Like it's literally like but it's because they have MCC. So I had to install MCC and then I played Halo One campaign. It's like I just want to play online. So mm-hmm. I see what it's like to play online. So then I bought Xbox Live for a month. It was like five bucks and I played online and then I was like, actually I want to play Halo Reach again. So I played Halo Reach and then I played Halo Five. <laughs> so I played literally every single Halo online that I could. And I have not been more distracted from school than Halo. Halo is so good. Especially because I feel like I can play it alone and still have like an impact on the game. Right. And not have to communicate anything at all to my team. Yeah. And I am still having a good time. Mm-hmm. But it's not that way in Siege. Yeah. Siege, is, there's a few games that are like that. See, uh, or that are not like that for me, where like I feel like if I'm not playing with enough people that like I'm squatted with, I'm just not interested in playing at all. Yep. It's like Siege, Battlefield. Yeah, um, I, I I actually can play Battlefield with just me. Oh, I, I don't have it. a problem with that. I hate it. It's so bad. Yeah, I know you don't like that. I wouldn't be able to play like League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm without a team. Counter Strike, I wouldn't be able to play without a team. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back to Halo. Like, props first of all to three four three for actually coming back and hitting this game up and and getting some patches and fixing some things. Mm-hmm. Um. And some of the things we're going to talk about here are things that were fixed and are much much better now than they used to be. Yeah. Um. Still very upset that it came out the way that it did, and it took them four years to come back to it. They it should have launched this way, like we've said, and they really goofed with that launch. I mean, wow, they could have a huge player base on that game still, right? Right, and they've just effed up. Um, but one thing I really, really like that they fixed. So the problem that it used to have was that they would have these fixed playlists. So they would have mm-hmm. like Team Slayer was the playlist, which is that's a classic Halo playlist, right? Yep. The problem is that you've got four games in this one game. And so Team Slayer meant Team Slayer on Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, and Halo 4. Well, it turns out a lot of people only like Halo 2 and 3 and they do not want to play Halo 1 and 4. Mm-hmm. Or like some people only like Halo 1 and that's really all they want to play. Or like some people will play anything as long as that's not Halo 4, right? And it's like... And so then you get the situation where they're going and they're searching for Team Slayer and they get Halo 4 and they just quit. And so now you've got a game of four on one. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's awesome. And like literally every single game, people would quit as soon as it started. Like literally every match. And so it just became like completely unplayable because people like, of course, people don't want to play a game that they don't even like. Yeah. Like, a map you don't like, fine, whatever. A game type you're not that fond of, whatever. You can deal with it for one round. But a game that you don't yeah. even like, it's like, no, I'm just not going to play this. This is dumb. Yeah. So that was a problem. They fixed this in what should have been very obvious from the start, where you can basically build your playlist. So you go and you say, okay, I like Halo 1 and Halo 3. And I want to play Slayer and capture the flag. And then it will go and search for that and it'll search for other people who match that. And surprisingly, they actually have enough people playing the game to, to actually make matches this way. And they've made a big enough deal of them remaking the game and fixing it that people are coming back to yeah. it. Yeah, they've done a good job of that. But so. if, if that game has enough people, which I can guarantee you it does not have a lot of people, 
mm-hmm. then Siege certainly has enough people to do something like map preferences. Oh, 100%. Okay, like... Yeah. I should be able to say, you know what, if we don't want to do voting and we don't want to do veto system, like, okay, fine. But I should be able to say, I never want to play Skyscraper, so don't you dare match me with anybody that right. wants to play Skyscraper. Right. Or, I mean, not I I don't mind Skyscraper too much. I don't really want to play it. But Theme Park is one, and Fortress is another one that I do not mm-hmm. ever want to play. Right. So I should be able to say, I don't want to play that map, so match me with other people that are fine with not playing that map. Right. Or if someone wants to just play that, they can just select that, and they have to find people that only want to play that. Good yes. luck finding a match. Yes. Well, and no, and that's what's great, because it's like, if I decide, okay, you know what, we're going to buckle down and we're going to learn Fortress, then we just choose Fortress, and we play Fortress over and over and over again, and maybe we mix it up with, like, hey, we'll do Fortress and House or something, so we'll have fun, and, yeah. then, we'll, and then we'll learn. But, like... That's the like. That's my main problem with these new maps. It's not that they're bad necessarily. It's just that I can't play it because there's a one in fourteen chance that I'm gonna get it. Yeah, and I only get three maps a night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like there's like I'm gonna play it once a month. This and is stupid. Of those three maps, one of them's repeat, of course. Right, always. There's always so, a repeat. Yeah, like ah, that. That has to work. And even if it's just in casual, I'd be fine with that. Like I would much prefer that it be in ranked, or at least that ranked have a smaller playlist. But even yeah. if it was just in casual where I could say, okay, you know what? I'm tired of getting these maps I don't like on ranked. Let's just go to casual and we're going to search for house and consulate and bank. And like, that's it. You know, yeah. like, let me do that. Let me play what I want to play. I think the other night we played, it was like a Friday night and we played literally the three maps I didn't want to play. We started with skyscrapers. Like, hey, that kind of sucks. And then we played theme park and then we played fortress. I was like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Yeah. Like of the, all the maps that are in this players, those are the three that I don't want to play. Right. Like old hair, new Hereford's. I'm fine with playing. It's kind of one of them that I'm not super fond of, but I'm fine with it. And anything else, I'm totally down to play. I'm down to play Cafe. I'm fine with Chalet, which a lot of people don't like. But I'm fine with it. I'm fine with everything, honestly. Just right. those. And literally, our main squad of people have quit playing Siege because of this issue. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. literally, that's the one reason. They actually really, really like Siege. But they won't play because they're forced playing maps that they don't like. Right. Or that they just don't know. And they have no. Yeah. there's no way they're going to learn it because they play Siege once every other week. Right. You know, um, Battlefield also has this completely fixed with their server browser. I mean, you can literally go in Battlefield if it's populated enough. Right. Um, where you can like play whatever the heck you want. Mm-hmm. You can find a, a server that's just Rush, just 32 on 32, just on this map. Yep. And you can play that. Yep. It's amazing. It's great. And sadly, Battlefield's dying because they didn't, they're not doing a good job recently, but <laughs> yeah. Poor guys. Um, and to be fair, I think that's a very different kind of game where you can server browse. Like, I don't yeah. think the seed really fits. No, I don't think so either. No. But we need something. Whether it's voting or veto or, or there needs preferences. There some way for me to like, not play theme park. Yes. Or fortress. fortress. Something. I hate fortress more. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Like, fill in the blank with whatever map you don't like. Right. right? You know, like, everybody has a different preference. But it's just, like, there's got to be a way to just narrow down to, like, something so it's an enjoyable experience for yeah. every player, you know? And again, if MCC has enough people, then I know that Siege has enough people. Siege certainly has enough. You're right. 100% Siege has enough people to do something like that. Um, Another thing that I think they could benefit for from MCC is just, and this is a future thing though, is MCC or 343 left MCC, but then came back to it and is fixing it now. Mm -hmm. I hope they just learned from this of just don't leave the game. Like just (laughs) always be treating it, always be with it and take care of it and make it something amazing. Yeah look at CSGO and just follow that pattern. Just yeah. stick with the game. I think we're safe there. I think they've made it pretty clear that this is a 10-year game for them. Um, I think the only place where that might get rocky is when the new consoles launch. Uh, yeah. It's hard to keep people necessarily on their Xbox One when Xbox Two 
<laughs> whatever is out, right? right? Or whatever. What are they um, going to call that, do you think? Xbox One sequel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so many people thought the next 360 was going to be the 720. I wonder if it'll be Xbox Infinite Ooh. or Xbox Infinity. And Halo Infinite is the launch launch title for it. That would be interesting. I, I'm that, leaning... that could get me to buy it. If they want to sell an Xbox, whatever it is, Halo's their way to do it. Oh, yeah. And they know that. Like, MCC sold the Xbox One. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it sold me a black brick that sits on my... On my <laughs> well, freaking, it plays your Netflix and stuff for you. It's literally a Netflix machine. Yeah. It's so stupid. And the freaking... Uh, okay, I'm going to complain about this for a second. I bought that stupid thing, 450 bucks for that and, and MCC, right? And, of course, MCC was garbage, so I put probably... 34 maybe 30 to 50 hours into mcc um which is insane that's just how much i like halo uh and then i played a couple other games on i played like uh shadow mordor i think and tomb raider maybe and like and then randomly the disk drive just stopped working like you have to load a disk in like a hundred times to get it to read it which is funny but what did that happen before oliver Oh yeah, yeah. This was this oh, okay. was like I thought it happened because he was like sticking GameCube discs. In no, there. no, no, no. This oh, this happened like before my kids things. were born. This happened like within a. It was like it was like a week after, uh, a year of having the console, which is like just out of warranty, right? Wow. And on top of that, um, well, you don't even use discs. Is the thing? No. Did like, you have any? Oh, Shadow Mortar was a so disc. Shadow Mortar was on a disc, and Tomb Raider might have been on a disc. But like the point being, I probably only put like. 300 hours of disc usage on it mm-hmm. total and it's like i mean this thing really after 300 hours it's done with yeah discs. that's ridiculous so basically it's so it's like our blu-ray player and so we basically just don't really watch blu-rays because it's just no. not worth the hassle or dvds which i mean it's great because we're in the area of streaming now so it's not a huge deal but like it's just annoying yeah, i don't it's know like, the last time is that I, I think the last time i put in a disc was when i tried to put in cea and it wouldn't work because it wasn't backwards compatible yeah. <laughs> so i had to just install it digitally anyway yeah like, I don't ever use... My computer doesn't even have a disk drive. Right. Like, it's not a thing. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. So, it's not a huge deal, but it's just annoying because it's like, well, at least I have a Blu-ray player now, and it's like, well, now I don't because it doesn't yeah. work. So, great. Uh, anyway, what was the point of all that? Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 we were talking about the Xbox the Xbox. Xbox being sold by Halo. So, I actually heard a really interesting interview with Bonnie Ross, who's the head of 343. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's on a podcast called IGN, uh, shoot, it's like Unfiltered or something, some IGN podcast, and it was just like an hour-long interview with Bonnie Ross, and it was really insightful into like the current state of the Halo franchise and where they're going with Infinite and how they felt about MCC and all that stuff. Like, it was pretty cool for a Halo fan, so if you're into Halo, you should find that. Um, but after that, I'm pretty sure that halo infinite is a launch title for the next xbox and so xbox infinite makes a lot of sense or xbox infinity i am um, would you buy the new xbox for halo or will you wait oh, to see what halo's like there's no way i will ever buy another system for oh, really for a particular game really and, um, until i'm proven sure the game's gonna be really good it's gonna be good yeah I'll, I'll probably wait too but i they could sell me if the game's good they'll sell me a nick a new right. xbox for sure okay <laughs> let me <laughs> one more thing about mcz I literally have pre-ordered and midnight launched every Halo since Halo 2. So that's Halo 2, Halo 3, ODST, 
not reach because I think I was on my mission, but I, yeah, you were. But like right after I got back, I got reach uh, and Halo 4. And I didn't even really like Halo 2, and I still went and got Halo 3 Midnight. And like, I didn't really like any of those games as much as I liked Halo 1, but I still like it was still a big mm-hmm. thing for me. And like, and then MCC and CEA also. So it's like yeah. seven Halo games or like six Halo games I did that with. And like after MCC, it was like, nope, never again. I will never buy a Halo game again until it's been out for like a week and that there's solid reviews and actual community opinions. Yeah. Like the fact that they could break that cycle with a single game is just like, it's incredible. Like the, the failure of that game, like the colossal failure. Yeah, I tried to play Halo 5. I don't like that at all. I hate yeah. Halo 5. It's not good. It's multi- not Halo. The multiplayer is okay. I don't like it. Really? No, they because I mean, it has I that whole like I forgot about it where like you aim down sights when you're jumping and it like freezes yeah, you in midair, yeah. turns on your like jetpacks. Like, yeah. Whoa, stop! I don't like any of that movement stuff. Yeah, we're, yeah, I don't like. And any there's like of that. the thrusting movements. Like, no, this is but, not. Halo. But it has some good maps, and the pistol feels good again, mm-hmm. and like some of the guns are pretty good. So like, I, I do like it in theory. I just wish that it would they would stop trying to like do like the ground pound stuff and all that. Yeah. Like, they tried stop. to go advanced warfare or like call of duty tried to go towards halo with getting like jetpacks and stuff and running on walls. And then halo tried to go that route too. Of like, Oh, let's make more fast paced gameplay. Right. It's like, well, both of you stop. Yeah. And call of duty, go back to being call of duty where you're be simpler you without all these drones going around and halo, go back to being halo. Yeah. Be who you are. Yeah. I, I think they've learned their lesson hopefully. And the halo five campaign was utter garbage. Anyway, we've gone like 15 minutes on halo at this point. The other thing they can learn from Halo is the Forgiver Punish for team kills, which we oh, talked yes. about many times, and they've actually mentioned yep. that that that's like possibly in the plans. So I think that's it. Yeah, um, I have noticed, and I think so. People talk about the toxicity in Siege, especially in casual, which I've seen 100% on PC. Mm-hmm. In casual, I'm sure it's 100% worse because just playing Halo on Xbox, all of a sudden I was like, okay, I don't know if this is just because it's Halo. Instead of another game, but the toxicity is amazing. Like I was getting team killed left and right. Like it was especially <laughs> Halo Three. Big team battle was the biggest one that I kept getting team killed. And I was like, "What is this garbage? <laughs> like, what is this?" People kept like shooting at me for no reason. I had one where I went to the menu real fast to change my sensitivity, and someone team killed me because of that I was AFK. Yeah, it's like I'm literally changing my sensitivity. And who cares if you're AFK? Why do you have to yeah. team kill? Why? I oh I hate that response. Like oh he was AFK. Like hey, first of all he wasn't. Second of all so. Yeah. Like, at least leave him. Hopefully, he comes back when there's one minute left and he can win us the round. Yeah. Instead of, like, <sighs> people are so dumb. People are very dumb. Um, Yeah, actually, Halo's always had that problem. But what's great is they do have that forgive or punish and you can yep. handle it. Um, but people know about it as a problem. They know, like, once you kill someone once, I mean, yeah, you and, just get their shields down and then pester them. Right. And it's sort of just, like, part of Halo at this yeah, point. Really and, and it's also so much different from Siege where it's not, like, now you're sitting out for three minutes. Sure. You know, you just respawn, you're back, and you're doing your thing. But yeah, I also people... have felt that urge that people like people post those pictures of like someone killed someone on console. They sent them like some message like you suck or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that that's a thing in console. You just do that. Like yeah. we do that on PC all the time. It's just in the text chat and it's normal. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden you see it in a console message, it's just different. Like no, you do that on console. Someone pisses you off and you message them and be like, actually, you're not that good. Just so you know, <laughs> like if you're not in the Warthog or not in some crazy power vehicle, I beat you every time in a BR battle. Yeah, I win. You suck. <laughs> you sound like you're talking about a specific experience. I'm talking about multiple experiences. I felt that urge. I know what people are talking about. It's not weird. Yeah. But I've gotten messages like yeah. over the last couple of days. I'm like, you suck. And I was the, like, okay. The private message trash talk is real. It's so it's, good. It's a thing. It's so good. Okay. Do you have any other games you want to bring up on stuff Siege should know? Stuff Siege should know. 
Um, SS stuff siege should SSSK. Sk. Yeah. On this new episode of Sk. <laughs> I want to. No, I don't have anything else. Thank I hope, you for asking. I hope your ears still work after that sound that Chris has made twice, three times. Um, if you have any ideas of what Siege should know from other games, send them in to us. Yes. You can tweet it at us at our 600 round, or even better, you can join our Discord and tell us there. I'm interested to hear your guys' ideas and insights. 100,000%. That's not a real percentage. No, nope, it's not. Okay, let's move on to listener questions, shall we? 100%. We've got some good ones. Is that so a real percentage? We're going to start. That is a real one. Thank we're you. We're going to start with Twitter. Uh, we had a couple of good questions on Twitter. Again, this is at R6 Unrenowned. You can follow us and hear more about our thoughts on Siege, as well as ask us questions. So at JD41700 said, while I like the idea of a new player playlist, what is going to stop higher level people from making Smurf accounts and destroying the new players in the playlist? Do you have an answer for that? Can you reread that question for me? He fi- he likes the idea of a new player's playlist, but mm-hmm. what's going to stop Smurfs? From- oh, I that's it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I don't Nothing. know. That's the I answer. I don't know what the answer is to be honest. And I don't understand the whole like idea of that. We've talked about this already, but that's not fun though. Like to go and just wreck people all the time over and over and over again. Like, that gets yeah. boring pretty fast. Yeah. Like I mean, I see how it's fun. I've definitely been like like when I switch platforms on a game. Like it's kind of fun to just be dominating people as you're yeah. like as you're getting to your proper level or whatever, yeah. um, or like like we were playing Halo last night and it's like clearly these kids do not normally play Halo One and we've yeah. been playing it for almost twenty years, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's kind of fun, but um, but yeah, like I I don't understand the mentality of like just intentionally setting yourself up to do that all the time, and the answer is nothing. Nothing's going to stop that from happening because. Like on PC, it'll be a little bit harder because you'll have to actually buy a a new account every time, right? So that's, oh, I didn't even think about console. You can just log in. But to yeah, a different... on console, you just you just get another account. As long as you have a disc. I don't know how it works on PS4. I think it's the same as Xbox One, where like every account on the system can access the live, yeah, or whatever the online. So nothing, nothing will stop that. People will be doing that for sure. Yeah. So sorry. Um, at zeros kill one. Uh, said, what was your most memorable video game? Doesn't have to be your favorite that you've ever played. Please share because I'd love to hear from the community. Most memorable. So is this because Halo One's going to take that spot? But we've already talked about that, so I kind of want to not say that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably going to name off a few, um, and they. I think they will end up being most of my favorites because, of course, if it's super memorable, it's probably one of your favorites. Um, you want to go first? Yeah. I think this one actually surprised you. Zelda Ocarina of Time. That is surprising. I, oh, I have another one that I'll say in just a second after you go. But I actually, that's probably one of the first video games that I actually played that was like a story game that I played through. I had to get a mm. bunch of walkthroughs to do it. But yeah, I remember. That was like five or six or seven. Yeah, you were a little kid. And I remember because you didn't know how to read at the time, or at least like you couldn't read the big words of, mm. of Ocarina of Time. Like you would constantly be asking me for help and it was so annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> And like I, I just keep telling you, like, well, you just need to learn to read, man. Like, figure it out. Um, but yeah, I remember helping you through a ton of that game, and like, you just kept playing it, even though you didn't know what you were doing or where to go. Like, yeah, <laughs> you spent a lot of time. Um, yeah, that's a great game. That was actually going to be one of mine too. That that game is just, it's so good. It's yeah. just so good. Like, 
and it probably doesn't stand out that much if you, the first time you played it was today and you didn't grow up in there on that time, but like it just did just the way it was so open and you could explore and it was just so vast and like everything was so fleshed out. It was mm-hmm. just games weren't like that back then. It was cool. Yeah, it was a really good game. It was really fun too. Yeah. Another one I would say, obviously Halo 1, we've talked about that a million times, but that's one I would say. Land parties at Halo 1. Oh, I mean, that was literally like my high school experience was just Halo 1 land parties, and it was so fun. I think that's still my most fun gaming experience I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Land Without parties, a doubt. Halo like, 1. 13-hour so land parties. Fun. Oh, I can so still good. remember the things that people would say all the time. We had, there was one of Ryan's <laughs> friends that like, it was specifically on Longest that it would happen. He'd start doing really good, and he'd just like say his, Spenger. Like, that was just his in-game name. Spenger. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it was and, like, very funny. Like, one person all the time, like, they'd jump out of the warthog, and they'd be like, abandon ship! <laughs> yes. <laughs> abandon ship! Yeah, very, very fun. Um... Another one I would say is the first Mass Effect. Like that was another one where it's like games weren't like this before. Where yeah. like there was this whole universe and like it was just so developed and you could like go and yeah. read about these new species and like the whole history of them was developed and everything. And it was just like it was insane just how big that game felt and how your choices mattered and like it was, like it was cool. It was very very cool. Nice the Old Republic was kind of like that in a way, wasn't it? It was. And it was made by the same people. I don't know if you knew oh, that. I did not know that. Yeah, but it it was that game on a smaller scale for sure. Yeah. Which which that was different though because Nice of the Old Republic is based on Star Wars, obviously. And so like mm-hmm. it didn't feel as much like, hey, they developed this whole thing. And they kind of yeah. did because they went back to like way before the originals or yeah, the original Star Wars stuff. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but droids already exist and Wookiees exist. Like they're not making these things up it's sort of yeah. they just did this good story in this pre-existing universe. and you had that you had that whole like you could be a good or bad or just somewhere in the middle yeah yeah and, and that it was, was fantastic it was really fun the, and there's a there's an amazing ending to that game so um one of my other ones nfl fever 2003 <laughs> whoa okay that was before madden started getting was the solo no, madden was big was it? But it was before they were the only ones that could have the NFL right. names. The NFL didn't have an exclusive license with anybody yeah. at the time. So it was really nice to have another another game. And I liked NFL Fever so much more than Madden. I still do. Oh, yeah. I still like that game more than I like the current Maddens that are coming out now. Yeah, it was very good. Like It was so weird, too. Like an Xbox exclusive NFL title. It was It was very strange. But, but dang, it was fun. It was very good. I think Xbox had this image of who their audience would be, and it was going to be these like more broy people. And I think that actually turned out to be true, at least for the first yeah. bit of Xbox. Um, but that was really good. Um, another one, I would say, Pokemon Red and Blue. I mean, okay, yeah, I forgot about the Pokemon. I didn't even games. have to say anything about it. Like Pokemon Red and Blue. When we just when so... we did that, like how many games have you played? I didn't go back and think about all the GameCube games and the original Xbox and Nintendo games that I played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think about some of them now, like, oh, I didn't put that on that list. There's actually a lot more games that I've actually played that I didn't even think of. That's good. And when you were a kid, you played a lot more single-player stuff. Yeah, I did. Um, which is actually kind of... it's it's Single-player stuff is nice because you can, like, just play and just relax, really, whereas multiplayer, I always feel like I'm, like... Not really relaxed, but more like I got to win because right, I'm not going right. to lose. Right. And single player is cool just because it's like interruptible. Yeah. So you can pause it at any time. Yeah, and... That's the nicest thing. You can pause. <clears throat> yeah. Like I remember when I first started playing multiplayer games and my mom would be like, pause. Like, I can't pause. <laughs> mom, don't turn off. 
<laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I watched a really funny video the other day of some kid losing it because his mom was going to turn off the Xbox or something. Those are the best videos. Ugh. Um, Halo Reach is one of my other ones. I used to play oh, Halo Reach yeah. with my cousin all the time. Yeah, we'd always play Halo Reach, and that was so. And the Forge in Halo Reach, I had so much fun Forge and custom games in Halo Reach. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite Halos. Actually, Halo One is with Halo Reach, but I put more time into Halo Reach than I did into Halo One. Yeah, and it's pretty dang good. It, just, it has a DMR, good. and it's just it's amazing. It's and the sniper rifle is so good. Oh, I love that game. I love Halo Reach. Um, another one I would say is The Last of Us. Which I don't think you've even I never played. played Last of oh Us. my gosh! Mm-hmm. It's if if that if you don't remember that game, then you're not a person because that game it it imprints itself on you. It's it is insane. A, it's PlayStation exclusive, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very. We should sit down and play that sometime. It's very very good. Let me a PlayStation first. Good question. Well, Taylor has one. That's good point. The infamous Taylor. Good question. Zero's kill. I really liked that question. I could probably go on are, for a long time. On, are we only talking about video games? Because another game that's recently shaped my current. I guess these I know are what you're gonna say. Secret Hitler. Yeah, Secret Hitler. <laughs> it's the best board game ever. So yeah, this is a tabletop game. It's basically like Mafia, if you've ever played Mafia mm-hmm. or Mobster or whatever, um, where there's like secret people who are like the bad guys and nobody knows who they are and they're trying to work against they have different goals or whatever. And so it's it's very, very well developed and balanced, like good good tabletop game if you're into that stuff. Okay, let's get into our Discord questions. Um, you can join our Discord and join our awesome community and ask questions, give feedback. Uh, you can find that link in the show notes or on our Twitter account, which again was at r6unrenowned. And you really should join because it's a lot of fun. Um, and we need you. You specifically. You the listener. Okay, first question from Leahy Giblets. Big, uh, big contributor here in our community. Um, he wants to know which sandwich is superior, peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and fluff, meaning the marshmallow mm-hmm. stuff. I like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I I, have, yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten peanut butter and fluff. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly is like one of the, the best kinds of sandwiches, sandwiches ever yeah, made. Ever. It's, it's top tier sandwich. And it's so simple. That's that's part of why it's top tier. It takes no time to make, and it's dang good. And it's very good. Toasted or untoasted peanut butter and jelly? Uh, I like a light toast. Light toast. A is very light toast. Yeah. So it doesn't stick to your roof of your mouth too much. Yeah, exactly. Also, very underrated like snack, Uncrustables. Yeah, Uncrustables are pretty good. Do they still exist? Is that yeah, still a thing? They do. Yeah. yeah, I saw them. I actually saw a girl eating one the other day. I was like, wow, that's an Uncrustable. Yeah, they're great. I haven't seen those in so long. So it's frozen peanut butter and jelly. It's just like... There's no crust. It's just like this pinched together circle of bread. And you just, you take it out of the freezer in the morning and by afternoon it's ready to eat and it's delicious. Yeah. It's actually really good. Um, that has the problem of it sticking to the roof of your mouth though. Yeah. Because well, it's not toasted. Yeah. That's, I, that's what made me think of it actually. <laughs> have you ever had a Lego, Lego, Eggo peanut butter and jelly? No. It's really, really, really good. It's very good. Wait, you're, you're saying you just take an Eggo waffle and put peanut butter and jelly on it? Exactly. Oh, Loads yeah, I've done them, that. And then you make a little sandwich. I'm pretty sure I've done that. It's really good. It's very good. <laughs> it sounds like it's your staple or something. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I love them. I, I got to Anyway. Do you think... So this is by Septic Fox. Do you think they will ever release a Montane Elite skin? And if so, what would you recommend or suggest as for the style or concept of it? Okay. Yes, I think they will 100% release one. Yeah. I think they're going to do all the operators. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would suggest some sort of like very armored person. I don't want them to go like all the elite skins. They keep like removing the headgear and like. I think they want to show the character more. Yeah, but I like Montaigne. What fits him is like a castle, right? Like it needs to look like his shield needs to be like some sort of like castle looking. Not a castle specifically, but it needs to look like just a bunch of armor on him. It would be I feel cool like. if it was modeled after like the Bastille. Okay. Yes. That'd be really cool, or some yes. sort of uh, maybe like a Napoleonic type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. Someone posted the other day. I don't know if you saw this on the subreddit, but it was the helmet. Uh, so it was in. It was a charm, and it was the helmet of like one of the knights of Age of Empires too. Did you see that? Uh, no. Okay, well, anyway, that's what it was. It was, like, one of the knight's helmets. And people were commenting on the subreddit, and they didn't know what it was. Like, they were making all these comments of, like, oh, it's this. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, this is Age of Empires 2. Like, that's a... And I, like, went to double-check, like, I'm pretty sure that was Ubisoft. Like, I think that's what it is. I went and checked, like, yeah, that's Ubisoft. That's what it is. Wait, Ubisoft published Age of Empires 2? Yeah, Ubisoft is Age of Empires 2. That's not a thing. Microsoft published Age of Empires 2. Maybe they did HD. Maybe. He's looking it up now, but Microsoft definitely published that with... It was developed by uh, Ensemble Studios, I believe. Yeah, okay, wait. Ensemble Studios. Yeah. Told you. Hold on. <laughs> this is... Guys, I know games. I'm cool. <laughs> I, searched, is... I searched Ubisoft Age of Empires 2 and a picture of Age of Empires 2 with the Ubisoft logo on the bottom left came up. I don't know. Okay, now I'm not even seeing it. Maybe they did... Hold on. <laughs> How, where is he he's, he's deep in the Googles. Oh, yeah. I, I did Ubisoft. It says Ubisoft exclusive Age of Empires Collector's Edition. That's what it is. Oh. A DVD-ROM, though. This is a long time ago. So Ubisoft had something to do with making some sort of edition for Age of Empires. It looks like it was an exclusive thing but that's what it was it was i recognized it as soon as i saw it and i was like oh i'm pretty sure it's a helmet like from one of the knights in age of empires and everybody's comments were like some random thing and i went and looked that up it's like no that's not it nah nah bro like it kind of looks like that but that's not what it is and nobody knew what it was i was like wow this is sad anyway that was off topic because we talked about um montane elite skins yeah, what were what was the Franks uh special unit in Age of Empires 2? Were they it was an axe thrower? I think it was an axe thrower. So that doesn't help us. Next question, Steel Switch wants to know are there any pop culture or famous car skins you would like for Rocket League? Maybe we can see Kit? You know what that is? K I T T? I looked it up, it's some car. It's some car. Okay. Yeah. Or the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, just my thoughts. Um obviously a warthog. I there we go. Of I course, I couldn't think of. I have actually spent time thinking of this, and I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I mean, they've already covered a lot of the big ones, like Batman. Yeah, uh, they have the Back to the Future DeLorean. Yep, there it is. Uh, and they they've done a lot of big pop culture stuff. Yeah, warthog would be a really really good one. That would be a car that I would just use. Yeah, no matter what, even if it wasn't considered a good car. Oh care. yeah, a hundred percent. I would use it when I definitely shouldn't. Um. Especially if it sounded like the Warthog. Also a ghost <laughs> from Halo. That'd be great. Um, Banshee. I can't think of anything. I'm not like that into cars, so it's like I don't really remember cars that well. Yeah. Same. It'd be cool if there was like some James Bond stuff, but I mean, most of his cars just look like regular cars, so maybe that's... Do they even have a police car yet? 
No. I feel like that should definitely be a thing. Yeah, they should have. That's a not like a star. pop culture thing or anything, but that should be a thing. Yeah. Oh, well, don't they have like a red and blue light? That you, I don't copper? think so. I thought they had a. That's what I was just thinking. Of. I don't think they even have lights to put on that. I think they have a red one. I think they have a red one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Send in your guys's recommendations because Warhog was the only thing I could think of. Rush seventeen said we would. You have said you would like to see cast on attack. Which attacker would you like to see on defense? Attacker on defense. Gridlock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just seems so obvious that it's boring. Yeah. Uh, oh, Buzzard G-Man says <laughs> Gridlock is the next thing that he says. What, what about Sledge? So you could just rotate super easy. That would be interesting. That'd be kind of cool. Or like you could have Thatcher and him doing like the Thatcher trick on Thermite stuff in Habana. Wait, what? Thatcher. You can have his muses EMP on thermite hitting the oh, wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that seems super OP. Or blitz. Yo, uh, no, no, definitely not. You, you can, do not want to see that. No, you can Thatcher blitz. I'm saying I don't want blitz on defense. Oh, okay, but. yeah, Thatcher. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to be able to EMP blitz. Uh, let's see who else here. Jackal would be cool. Jackal would be interesting, actually. To track down the people coming in. Yeah, um, that would be a good one. That's probably it. Maybe Maverick. Yeah, it's another one that you could like potentially use as an attacker. Basically use it Defender, like a mirror Defender. type of thing. Yeah. Um, where you can open a small hole that you want to shoot through. Yeah, those guys would be fun. Next question comes from Axel. What do you guys think about an objective and icon opacity setting? Kind of like in Battlefield and Call of Duty, where if you ADS at someone's icon or an objective, the label will slowly disappear. This way you won't have your view obstructed by said labels when holding an angle, which has happened to me quite often. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Let's do it right now. Yes. Today. I am Podcast one. power. Invoke. Done. I invoked it. Yeah, that needs to be a thing. Because it is annoying. I have had that happen where like a teammate's icon or something is like, Wait, I can like that was in the way. Yeah, that's annoying, and that's another thing they can learn from other games, right? Plenty of other games have mm-hmm. done this already. Um, like he mentioned a couple, uh, and it's it is really nice. I love I love that one that he mentioned where you look at it and then it slowly disappears instead of like right away because like sometimes you like go over something and it's gone, you can't like see where the ping is because every time you look at it, it kind of goes away. Like in Apex Legends is one of them where you can turn on opacity for stuff that's pinged, but I've had to turn it back off. So that I can actually see where the ping is, because I kept like looking at the ping, like I can't see it because I'm aiming over there. Mm-hmm. So I would have to like I have to have it on where I can actually see the ping. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, Buzzard Jaman says, "Do you guys think the whole T King is going to be breaking resets?" Um, I tried down someone after an accidental TK as cab, so I'll down myself instead. Macy J clearly stated that this doesn't fix much, rather than have someone ruin my game and keep TKing me and just gets banned after that game based on the amount of TKs and history of his games on that account and IP address. So first of all, basically Macy J is right. And we said the same thing that like, it doesn't really actually fix much because if you got the second TK anyway, you were banned. Yeah. Right. What it does fix is assuming that it works the way that I think it will, um, is when you, if you're just like injuring your teammates instead of, um, killing them, you won't be able to continue doing that without taking the damage yourself. So that's good. Um, it will break resets, but also resets aren't going to happen anymore with the down from t- 50 to 20 after uh, HP after revive, right? 
Yeah, and it will only kind of break resets because you don't get, I mean, unless you already accidentally team killed someone, you won't be able to reset somebody else. Right. But you're not going to get punished for team for resetting someone. You don't get punished for getting DBN now. Uh, do we know that actually? Well, you don't right now. You don't get punished for DBNOing someone. Okay. Wait, was this was this in the test server? No. Okay, so it's not. We don't know exactly. We're not hundred percent sure, but I'm assuming. I don't think you're going to get punished for DBNOing. Well, because I I think the way that it's going to work is once you hit a hundred damage overall, then it oh, will start okay. reflecting to you. I hope that's the way it works. Okay. Otherwise, we're going to have the same problem of people just running around damaging people. Yeah. Um. That's but really anyway, if you really do want to reset, the best way is to jump off a building or something. And that really only works for attackers, I guess. Uh, but resetting is just not going to be as much of a thing anymore, um, I think, with these with these health changes. Yeah, people say that's, that's why they did the health change. We're not 100% sure of that. We think we're pretty sure that's why that they've changed the health to stop resetting. Yeah, I don't they think they want that, that anywhere. It's not. It's an assumption. Yeah, I, I think I think seeing people do that so often i don't think that they wanted that to be like a viable strategy to down yeah. your own teammate okay steel switch has a great question a great way to deal with team killers is being given an option to forgive or not yes you're 100 percent right if you choose not to forgive their name and home address are provided to you so you can drive fly or walk over to their home and knock on the door and you can just look at them and ask why <laughs> I think this is actually really good because that's that's really what I want to know. I want to know why. Like yes. that's all I want to know. Just why? <laughs> I just want to say why. Like, give me a good reason why. Why are you doing that? You'll never be satisfied. It, there will not be a good reason. No, there never will be. <sighs> Pudding man, how would you guys feel about a suicide mode? I don't know what else to call it. It's essentially terrorist hunt, but the enemies never stop coming, and you have the supply crates, so you have unlimited ammo. Basically, the goal is to just survive as long as possible. So I call these horde modes. From yeah. Gears of War. I call them survival. I don't know yes, endless. where I get that from. Um, it's like Halo's Firefight. Yeah. Gears of War's Horde Mode, uh, Mass Effect's No, doesn't Firefight end eventually? Fire, well, the default Firefight does, but you can set oh, you your can own do settings. you endless Firefight. endless, yeah. Or at least close enough to endless that it might as well be endless. Um, um, yeah, survival. I don't know what... Some game has a survival mode. It's called survival. I can't remember what it is, but Left 4 Dead, maybe could be Left 4 Dead. I don't remember, but yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I really like that idea for Siege, um, with all the gadgets and stuff. Uh, so would you just like let them choose any operator? Do you think? Yeah, attackers or defenders, and Doc then, I think would be picked a lot. Oh yeah, and they would have to do like so. In the problem with the terrorist hunt one right now is that like you only get like Doc only gets three stims. He like you can't recharge that. Yeah. Right. And so, like, the ammo boxes would have to recharge your, um, your main gadget, or else, or like maybe at the end of every round, like something would drop where you could recharge your gadget, or, or something. Yeah. Like they would have to mess with with that stuff a little bit and balance that stuff out. I also think it'd be super interesting if instead of like choosing an operator, like you could choose an operator for their guns and their skin or and their their armor and their speed or whatever. But then, like, if the gadgets would, like, randomly drop throughout okay. the match. Or or even if you had to buy the gadgets, like a Call of Duty Zombies type of thing. Okay, so you can buy the Stim Pistol or you can buy an ADS right. or something. Yeah, maybe, like, a Capkin Trap costs a lot more than, like, uh, you know, um, what what would not be that good? A Jaeger ADS or something. Yeah. Or Tachanka Turret costs a ton. Yes. Right. 
That'd be super interesting, I think. And it'd be cool if you like it, you'd like moved you through the maps, you know, so like you would start on one spot, and then you'd have to like move to the next. Yeah. And defend or something. It'd be cool. It'd take a lot of time, but now they have teams to do certain things. So yeah. it would be they cool. Yeah, one team just working on events, I think. It'd be cool. I, I think they would have to um improve the AI a lot because the terrorist hunt AI is very stupid and boring. Yeah, terrorist hunt um, AI really sucks. And also they would have to definitely fix the bombers because that would not be fun in that type of game mode. At least not the way they currently are. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool if they added in like the outbreak uh, enemies. Yeah, I never got to play against stuff. them. But I mean, they're basically little aliens, right? So that'd be cool. Um, I, I think it'd be really good. It'd be a good yeah. event for sure. I would really, really yeah. like that. It's it's sad with some of the events. Like you just want it to be in the game. Like I just wish it was just here. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool for like for these events. Like for example, outbreak. If they just said like, oh hey, this weekend outbreaks in the game. You know, that, just, just like every randomly. weekend have some event that's part of the game again. It doesn't have to be every weekend, but just like just randomly, like a couple of times a season or, yeah. or whatever. Just like recycling an old event yeah. back. And I'd be down to have it every weekend. I'd be down to have Road to SI there every other weekend. Yeah, Road to SI, please. Uh, Road to SI just needs to be the game. So, okay, well that's it. Uh, great questions. Thanks everybody again. If you want to follow us, you can do it at our six hundred round, or you can join our Discord, which is the best place to be. Uh, if you want to follow us individually through our streaming and other things, I am VG Fiasco on Twitch and YouTube. I am just low with three O's on Twitch and YouTube as well. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hope to see you next week on Wednesday and enjoy Burnt Horizon. Uh, horizon? Don't get burnt. It's on the horizon. <laughs> Fire emoji. Just goodbye.